Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. I'll do the quick intros as the Facebook Live is warming up and everyone is jumping on. Jason Witten is my name. For those who are returning, the regulars, welcome back. Great to have you as you jump on. Um, for anybody who's new, stumbled across this, uh, hearing us for the first time, uh, welcome. Hey, there's a few of the regulars. Deirdre, good morning, Alison. Good morning to you guys. Hope you got the coffee uh, all fired up. And um, a thankful Thursday, terrific Thursday, whatever it might be for you. Um, Alina, good morning. Morning, James. Great to see you guys jumping on. Pratesh, as always, uh, Harami, Aaron. Hey, good morning. Great to see the regulars coming back. There we go. Andrew, Ingrid, Jimmy, awesome. Uh, like I said, for if uh, for some of the newbies, if you don't know me, but uh, Graham knows me. Morning, Graham. Morning, Erosi. Coffeeed up already. Protest is ready for the day. That's the way. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Uh, says Bridget. That's fantastic. So yeah, listen. Uh, if you're new, welcome. Jason Witten's my name. Been property investing twenty odd years and um, coaching property investors over twenty along the way. Learn a few things. Paid attention, and uh, each day get to share them with some crazy cool crew just like you uh, who are into property investing. And um, all from all walks of life, like Catherine in business, uh, like many of you guys all looking to create some wealth of some description, Dino, double the coffees, double the shots. Uh, we get to talk about uh, little mini topics each day and uh, maybe just uh, bite-sized bits of information to sort of get our heads around because this thing is a marathon, not a sprint. say that nearly every time. Going the distance, building a property portfolio takes time and uh, it's worth it. But sometimes it's not as easy as you might think. So uh, you need to tune yourself up, tune your mind up, tune your portfolio up, tune your finances up each uh, each day, each week, each month, just to make sure you're going to go the distance. So welcome today. What I want to do is talk about the idea of proximity, proximity for profit when it comes to you and your portfolio, you and me. Now, um, it's an interesting concept, the idea of proximity. Um, the closer we can be with our real estate to, you know, quality infrastructure, quality things, uh, helps our wealth. And um, let, me, uh, let me jump on over and I want to do a little demonstration about what that means when it comes to our world of property investing. Let me just do a little sort of example here and uh, let's do... An example, we'll call it Melbourne right now. We'll call it Melbourne. Um, and we'll do a, a, a couple of examples. So the idea that the closer, let's just call this at the moment uh, the CBD. Now, the CBD can be uh, the beaches. It can be a transport. It can be, um, you know, employment hubs. It can be school zones. Um, Sam talks about green zones. Uh, you know, hospital medical zones. He talks about, um, you know, uh, uh, beach and, and sand zones. You know, whatever area 
zone we are trying to get close to will help our wealth. The old adage of location, location, location absolutely still rings true to this day. However, it's not as a blunt an instrument of location, location, location uh, when it comes to creating our wealth. And I want to talk through that with you guys today. Now, often um, we have a budget. We're restricted to being able to purchase a certain amount of real estate, okay, or a certain uh, budget of real estate. So let's say right now I'm going to use I'm going to use Melbourne as our example. I'll bring it down a little bit so we can see that. Um, let's say we're going to use Melbourne uh, as our example. <laughs> My head's in the way. All right, hang on. I'll cut that out and put it over there. We've got Melbourne. No, I'll put it there. There we go. Need to look at my little, my little thing. All right, we've got Melbourne. We're good to go. Melbourne is our example. And uh, let's say right now we have a six hundred. Let's say we have a six hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget. Uh, so, chuck it in the chat if you want to get involved or get active right now. How far from the CBD of Melbourne do you think that we would be able to buy a house in Melbourne? What sort of kilometre distance do you think you'd be able to buy a house in Melbourne? Now, the house price in Melbourne has been going absolutely uh, ballistic. Um, Hey, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Good to see you, mate. All the way from the land of the Philippines. Awesome. Morning to Wealth Coffee Chat. Um, Um. 40k. So Pratesh is, is bang on. Right. So here's what happens. You're um you're out there, gang. You're out there. Maybe 30, maybe 40 kilometers from the CBD. Um, you're getting yourself a reasonable house. Okay, uh, a house to live in. And um, you know, you're a fair way out there. You know, you you've got to think about yeah, an old house. Um, you got to think about um. You know, uh, maintenance. You got to think about driving. You know, it's probably not going to be in the best location or the best position uh, for the property. You're making some compromises, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, as we go closer to the city, you know, what are we going to be doing? So we're thirty to forty k from the city for a house. Okay, um, and as we go a bit closer, let's have a look at what it might look like if we had a townhouse. So um, we just did a project in Mill Park. Now, I think Mill Park's like 13 or 14 kilometres from the CBD. Um, might, be, it might be a smidge further. Um, someone chuck it in the chat for me. So it's sub 20. So 20 kilometres from the CBD or maybe a bit less. Um, and townhouses are a little bit uh, rarer in Melbourne, but... We've gone 30 to 40K, maybe 20 to 25K. Uh, we could look to have a townhouse or a small villa or something like that. So we're getting closer, closer to the, the infrastructure, closer to where the wealth value is when it comes to cities, infrastructure, jobs, transport, blah, 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 right? Um, and then what we're doing is we're thinking, all right, well, if we want to get even closer to uh, our um, our infrastructure, our location, the place where we think we want to be, then we would um, look to buy a unit. Now, at the moment, 
about 5K from the CBD can get you something pretty nice for 650 um, in Melbourne, okay? So as you look at it, gang, when you look at this, um, have a look at the distance as we go um, outwards from the city or outwards from a location, there's there's two things that you would have to change. Uh, let me put it on the other side. Uh, there's two things that you would need to change if you wanted to uh, buy something different and only two things that you can change. You can increase the money so you can say, oh, I can spend more instead of, um, instead of 650, you know, to get a house from there to there, you'd go 650, 1.5, you know, $3 million, right? So that's what, that's what would happen, okay? Now, many of us, most of us don't have that luxury as a budget, okay, um, and uh, as, as you go, okay? Um, oh, thanks, Pratesh. Well, there you go. Even townhouses in Melbourne uh, can be a little bit hard to find when it comes to the distance from the city, um, Pratesh is saying 35K as well. So um, the idea is that you would change the budget, the money that you're spending, and for some of us, you can't afford to do that, can you? You can't afford it. You know, can you afford to go from 650 to a million? Well, maybe not. My borrowing power is 650. That's it. I'm done. But I want to get closer. I want a better location because you can't change the location easily. Remember, gang, it's hard to change the location easily in the future. And then the other one, um, someone would call it a compromise, but I don't call it a compromise. I call it a smart choice where if you're getting closer to the location, you then exchange, instead of buying a house, you buy an apartment, you, you exchange the property type, okay? Okay, and that, team, that is the proximity for profit concept where I would put proximity to something over the style of property as an investor, okay, as we, as we go. So um, keeping that in mind because for me, you don't want to be miles and miles from the city uh, because that's going to um, be more complicated long-term as a property investor as your rents grow. So check this out. This was, uh, this was interesting. This was an interesting, um, uh, interesting little article that came out just the other day about the difference, the gap, the gap between between a house and a unit or apartment in some of these quite attractive locations, okay? Uh, and uh, it was mind-blowing, mind-blowing what was happening or what's happening in this sort of space. Now, you have a look at this, all right? Now, some of these suburbs... Uh, not only did I say in the intro or the um, uh, – yeah, yeah, it's huge, isn't it, Pradesh? Um, you know, some of these suburbs are really, really interesting. We did some – we've done a few deals in and around these suburbs down in Melbourne, which are brilliant, um, which, which, is, which is great. You know, we've done some stuff um, in uh, Melbourne, uh, uh, Armadale, Baldwin, um, and when you have a look at St Kilda, down the bottom there, where is St Kilda? There we go. 
Um, now, the difference between uh, the house price and the apartment price uh, is pretty sweet, right? So what can happen also, not only your proximity to infrastructure, you know, the transport, um, the jobs, the cafes, the restaurant, you know, those things that you want because they're lifestyle manoeuvres, they're lifestyle choices. Not only that um, is that what what you can look at um, is where the wealth is, the house wealth, because the house wealth tends to pull up, drag up the other apartments. So the units and apartments, they get dragged up as a byproduct of those houses going uh, up. Yeah, a unit's not a townhouse. Yeah, dead right. Bye. Um, so a unit is a multi-density, uh, you know, three-plus-storey property, uh, and a townhouse is, is often maybe two storeys, you know, three or four-bedroom, but they're all got common walls um, as you go. So the other proximity for profit is the proximity to other wealth, King, and uh, specifically house wealth here. You know, these suburbs, there are wealthy people, and uh, wealthy downsizers and wealthy children of those people who've got um, houses. And so lots of people in those areas are very happy to pay a premium for a good quality property, a good quality apartment, rent a premium for a good quality apartment, etc. So there you go. So hopefully that made sense. Proximity for profit, the closer you can get to good quality locations but also proximity to other wealth um, for house prices and other places. And every single city in Australia has that, that, um, that gap and those uh, pressures in suburbs, gang, um, as we go around. So uh, I think uh, that's a really interesting uh, bit of information to look at as a property investor and having a look at the difference between house price and apartment townhouse gap prices and having a look at the distance between them um, as we go. So um, there you go. Something to think about as a property investor uh, as we go. So there you go. All right, gang. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. We did well. 15-odd uh, minutes today. And um, let's uh, let's call that one done and dusted. Uh, okay, join me tomorrow. Join me tomorrow. Another Wealth Coffee Chat Friday, Friday, as we uh, often call it, Friday. And, um, yeah, there you go. Townhouses being uh, put up everywhere. Alison, how far away from the CBD are you, uh, Alison, now down there? Um, give us a shout-out in the chat. But, you know, listen, gang, um, it's, uh, it's an interesting one as we build our portfolio. Remember, we can't change the location of our properties easily, uh, and I've always preferred to be closer to infrastructure. Um, than further away for a house or something like that, 30-ish case. There you go. Um, so that's the, that's the benchmark down there in Melbourne. The townhouse world is, is coming in strong. Uh, and Brisbane's coming in strong, really strong with townhouses as well um, as an alternative to house prices because the house prices are, are dashing away. You know, you think about it. Hey, there's Chuggy. Hey, Chuggy all the way from Newcastle. Woohoo! 
Um, good morning. Um, you know, you think about it. In Sydney, if you live in Sydney and you work in the CBD, like you've got to be a gazillion miles away to buy a house um, as a young couple, you know. Um, you know, for I had a friend the other day talking that, that one of their friends was looking with a million bucks and they were, they were just – They'd kept going almost to the Blue Mountains before they could they could buy a house, you know. So crazy. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on now. Great to see all of you. You guys are awesome. Uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for dialing in. As always, um, give us a shout out if you want uh, any questions answered. I do have something lined up for Amy. Um, Amy, if you're there, if you're listening in, Amy McFadden asked, has asked me about. Uh, New Zealand and um, and uh, uh, investing in New Zealand as a, an Australian and what's going on over there, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, Amy, keep, a, keep an ear out for next week. Amy, it's either Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to bring in all the way from New Zealand our property investment expert over there, Sue Irons, who runs the positive business out of New Zealand, and she will give us a bit of a heads up on what's going on in NZ. Uh, in a wealth coffee chat in the morning. All right, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. This time I'm done. <laughs> All right, gang. Have a great day. You're awesome. And join me tomorrow around about the same time, about 8 a.m. for another wealth coffee chat. Bye-bye.